Hey, what up, everybody? Welcome to the Strength Through Vulnerability podcast. I'm going to be introducing you to the amazing guest that I have on today, and her name is Samantha Dahlborg. Samantha Dahlborg won the title of Miss Maine USA in 2014, and fun fact, it was her first pageant ever, and she even had clear bracket braces on when she won. That's wild. She then went on to compete at the Elite Miss USA, nationally televised on Fox. Since then, she's become an internationally published model and has been featured multiple times on Sports Illustrated Online, and you may have seen her flip her hair across your screen in a few versions of the Fanatics Fan Gear commercials. Sam's also hosted shows during Boston Fashion Week and walked for designers such as Tariq Adiz, Ashley Loren, and Sherry Hill. With her love for fashion, art, and architecture, she started her own personal style blog known as She Feels Citrine. Oh yeah, she also recently opened her own art-slash-design business called Dahlborg Designs. But above all else, Samantha Dahlborg is my sister. I hope you guys are ready for this episode. It's chock full of amazing nuggets of wisdom from the one and only Big Sis. So get ready for it. It's coming in three, two, one. Hey, what up, everybody, and welcome to the Strength Through Vulnerability podcast. This week, I've got an amazing guest. Her name is Samantha, or as I like to say, Sammy Dahlborg. She is my older sister. She rocks, and I'm so happy that she's going to be on this episode with me. So, Sammy, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, please. What is up? <laughs> Thanks for having me, bro. Um, yeah, so I am your bigger sister but i'm gonna let everyone know that when i talk about you i say you're my big brother just because you're taller than me (laughs) and like give the best hugs ever so yeah you're my big brother um but yeah so i am sam samantha sammy whatever comes out of your mouth is fine um but i now live in boston away from my fam and i am an internationally published model um I, I do a lot of things. I'm a former Miss Maine USA. Um, I'm a writer and a designer and um, an artist and a blogger. And I just, <laughs> I'm a very creative person. And I just try to, you know, express myself through all these different things that I do. And I just, you know, I'm trying to make a, a positive impact along the way. <laughs> I love it. And you do. You do so well in everything you do. It's like, I didn't. Like, I knew growing up how good of an artist you were, and then when you just started to do this Dahlborg Designs thing, I was, like, reminded again of how good you are at literally anything you put your mind to. As cliche as that sounds, it's just, it's true. So, guys, she rocks. So, Sam, you've got a super cool story, and I obviously, being your little or big brother, whatever you want to say, have the privilege of growing up with you and I really got to see a lot of your story unfold but of course I am not you so there's a lot of things I still don't know but I do know that one part of your story is bullying specifically being bullied and this ties in big time with what I talked about with dad a couple episodes ago and as you know it's definitely something that I'm passionate about too because 
I also experienced bullying and a lot of times when you get bullied that those insecurities build up and can stick with you for a while. Um, so I would love if you could just share a little bit about your story and where bullying comes into play and yeah, and we'll just go from there. Yeah. So you had sent me that the other day, like topics you wanted to talk about and with you just saying that, um, it sticks with you for a while. I've been literally like every day thinking about what the heck am I going to say? Because honestly, recently, probably this new year, um, I don't know, maybe a little bit of last year too. I really noticed that, you know, parts of our story as we grow up, you know, it, it does impact us and it leads us to like the next challenge, next destination, next part of, um, our journey. But then I think also, you know, like chapters close and you kind of shed some layers and you get rid of things that, you know, no longer serve you of, um, you know, inspiration or what kind of like will drive you to do certain things. And so what I'm getting at is like, yeah, I was bullied in high school and, um, all throughout like my teenage years, I feel like, but it wasn't until recently that I was like, you know what, like that's, it was part of my story, but I don't, that's not part of my fuel anymore. So it's been this like really cool change of like what I'm going through, what now inspires me and what my new goals are. But, um, yeah, so I did get bullied. Um, it was on Facebook and kind of in school and at my job, all kind of different, scenarios and different people involved but it definitely you know that was a huge part that led me to um almost like kind of forced me to believe in myself because I kind of had some like trust issues with girls for a while (laughs) and so that kind of really made me like you know be my own best friend and realize that if I want to get things done I have to do it myself and you know um the only one at the end of the day that you have is yourself. And so that kind of really taught me that lesson, which brought me to, I think wanting to get out and going to like do what I want to do and what makes me happy. Um, and then that's what like led me to miss main USA. So it's kind of funny how like things lead you to certain things. And after a while you kind of start shedding these layers and feel lighter and, you know, have different goals and passions and everything to look forward to. But, um, yeah, what let's let's talk about like about bullying though. Which part do you want to talk about? Um, did that spark anything for you as I was saying that? <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. I feel like there's a bunch of things I could say. One was one of the first things you said that that stuff no longer fuels you, and I feel like that can be <clears throat> a topic of discussion all by itself because I think that's something that's so healthy. I feel like I for a long time have lived in this place and it's it's gotten better recently but for a long time I would always do I'd be motivated by to use what the young kids say by haters you know like I would mm-hmm. I'd fuel myself by the doubts of other people <laughs> the, young the young kids you know we're, we're kind of aging out Sammy unfortunately like <laughs> but yeah like I would fuel myself with stuff that probably wasn't the most healthy although that's just the fuel that was there so it's better to be used I guess than to not be used but I think it's really interesting that you no longer are using that as motivation as a driving force for the impact that you're making now that's like a big switch to flip and can you like speak to 
outside of time, was there anything that kind of helped you to start being motivated by something other than what had happened to you in the past by from the bullying and stuff like that? Does that question make sense? Yeah, I think, um, so, so yeah, the bullying and kind of just like forcing me to be on my own was like definitely a thing for a while of like, okay, I'm just going to do this myself. I'm going to follow what, what I want to do. I don't care what anyone else thinks. Like, you know, that was my vibe for a very long time. Like, I do not care what anybody thinks. (laughs) Like, I'm just doing this thing. (laughs) Um, and so now that I'm really just doing what... I want, I'm still, I'm trying to like get to that, like that place of, I really love everything that I'm doing. You know, it's no longer because I'm trying to prove anything to anybody else. It's like, I'm just doing it because it makes me feel good. And it's what I want for myself and for my life. And so like, and I heard this podcast too, a while ago that was like, kind of, kind of like what you said, you're like, you're using the fuel because it's there, but then also like say, I was doing something and I'm like, Oh, I'll show you, you know, like who's even to say that those girls or whoever is watching or like, maybe they're not even watching, you know, it's so, like, I'm doing mm. it thinking like, you know, Oh, you know, screw you. I'm still, I'm doing this anyway. Like, and they're not even looking like that's, it kind of clicked in my head. Like what I'm still doing things for other people. So now I've really kind of just turned it to like, I'm doing this cause I want to. And I think a lot of that has to do with, um, like my anxiety that I experience and um, even like I think sometimes like depression too or just like uh, depression I, I, mm, sometimes I hate to use that word because it's I don't you know I haven't been to the doctor for that but mm-hmm. it's um, I think between my hormones between like just stress at work or traveling whatever I'm doing I think there's a lot of imbalances sometimes and I really struggle with uh, my anxiety and just how I feel about things so um, I've been trying to just like strip back a lot of the, the, a lot of the fluff and a lot of the things and just center myself and be like, what makes me happy and what do I actually want to do today? And, you know, kind of take it day by day, step by step and, um, like just kind of clear out everything that's not serving me. Um, and that's really been my driving force lately is just like, like I've totally redone our apartment. Like it's so, uh, minimalistic almost like I have things that I love and I have certain like like notes from mom that I'll keep and things like that but even my closet Tommy is like probably I don't even know like a fourth of what it used to be just because I've gotten rid of so much stuff that's Mm. just like fluff it's not serving me um I'm just trying to I think really get into you know just the basics of what makes me happy and you know, stuff doesn't make me happy. It's like moments that make me happy, experiences, things like that. So I think my my whole focus has just really changed. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. I I feel like, I mean, everything you're saying is just straight up, just truth bombs. It's straight up fire. So thank you for sharing <laughs> that. <laughs> um, but But it's so important, like, to put, I just love how you put it. I'm trying to think of what words I want to use. When you had said that, you could be doing something in spite of somebody or like to spite somebody and who knows whether they're watching or not. So then it becomes silly. Like, why are you wasting your time doing something for somebody else? I think that that change in mindset that that's when you made the decision to start doing things for you is where that feeling of freedom comes in. And I'm sure you can attest to that. And then also, which this totally relates with the stuff you do when you're starting to do stuff for yourself, all of a sudden 
your own creativity can just flow instead of you if you're doing something for somebody else it's almost like that creativity that you're trying to create is like is being forced almost um because you're constantly thinking about what other people are thinking about what you're doing you know what i mean um and that actually makes me think about how there's so many times that we have ideas or I'll speak for myself. There's so many times I have, I have ideas for (laughs) businesses or a podcast, for example, or my blog in the past. And a lot of times we're like paralyzed and we don't actually take action on it. And I think that a lot of that comes down to us being insecure. And, you know, there's a little bit of like a natural fear of failure, like everybody has. But I think a lot of times it's, coming from this place of, oh, what will people think of me if I put this stuff out there? And um, I actually had a buddy of mine reach out to me recently and he congratulated me on putting out a podcast because he's like, dude, so many people think of making a podcast, but just don't actually take action on it. And it was really nice to hear that. It was really encouraging. I really appreciated it. It was also a reminder of how many times we can stop ourselves from doing something because of Maybe we're afraid of the judgment that we'll face. And I've seen, at least from you, that as you've been taking the time to put the stuff that you're interested in first and foremost and putting your energy there, your creativity is just like through the roof and you seem super happy. Um, I'm sure you still have your days where you're not like all of us, but um, that's been really cool to see. So I think that's a really good lesson for the listeners is like, try to flip that mindset of doing things from a place of insecurity or spite and instead doing things for you center yourself and um and let your creativity flow yeah um you just made me think of a couple of things one is like definitely like the things that happened you know in my life like the bullying the cyberbullying, all those things, like, they happened and made me stronger, um, and I obviously wouldn't be in this position that I am right now if those things didn't happen, and this mindset that I have now wouldn't be, you know, the way it is if those things didn't happen, so I used the fuel, you know, the fire is out, and now, you know, I'm, like, on to the next thing, so I definitely think, you know, sometimes you just gotta do what you gotta do with what you have, Yeah. (laughs) you know, use whatever you can as inspo, but, you know, um, but yeah, start doing things like for yourself and you kind of just remind me too of, um, when you said people don't do things out of fear, like what are people going to say? Um, I just started a YouTube channel. I'm sure you remember back in the day I had one and I'd like lip sync and stuff and I did not give <laughs> two craps about who saw it. Cause I was like, I love this. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I forget what that username is. So like, it's not down. Those videos are there somewhere. <laughs> So, but I've made a new channel, um, and, and, you know, I was going to do something kind of like, like a certain kind of theme or something, but you know, I was like, I'm just going to do, I'm going to post things that I want to do because I love it and someone's going to watch it. And no matter if I meant to inspire someone or not, someone's going to see it and like either love it or it's going to make them think about something. So, um, I've been working and when people say they don't have time, like, sorry, can we swear on this? 
Sure, go for it. Okay, like that's <laughs> bullshit. That is seriously such bullshit. There's no time for um, whatever they want to do. Go to the gym. Like I'm starting a YouTube. And I literally, when Tyler goes to work in the morning at five or five o'clock when we wake up, I am up. I'm on the couch. I'm on my computer, and I'm freaking editing videos and I'm doing graphic design. Like I'm doing it before I have to shower and go to work. Like if you want to do it, and it really like and it excites me, so I wake up and I do it. So. I just think that's kind of what people need to remember is like, just do things that make you so excited that you literally make the time to do them. And when I put all these videos out, you know, like I think people are going to love them. And even if they don't like, I love it and I'm having a great old time. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> those are my two things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I totally, I totally agree. And in a culture where I feel like we just constantly consume stuff, just from my little experience of, you know, writing blogs for a few years and then now making this podcast, I feel like there's just such a difference when you start to kind of figure out something that you're passionate about and then putting your creativity to the test with it and putting it out there and kind of testing the waters versus constantly consuming. Like, I don't know about you, but like, I'll be the first to admit, I love just binge watching shows on Netflix. Like who doesn't like that? Especially after a long day of work, you know? But the more that you just like sit back in your recliner and watch those shows, at least for me, the more almost depressed I feel because I'm constantly just consuming stuff and I'm not actually doing anything. And I think that there's this really important balance between creating and consuming. And I found that my my balance as a, as a human being has felt so much better as I've been focusing more on creating for this podcast, for example, it's like a, something I'm doing throughout the week is planning, getting ready, trying to figure out what I need to do to be prepared for talking with you, for example, or the blogs in the past. It was a similar process. It's like it almost gives you um, in one sense, it gives me an outlet outside of my work. But in another sense, it also gives me a chance to escape and learn more about myself even. And I think that's really, really important. And bringing that creative aspect of yourself out, I feel like is that's like central to our humaneness, our humanity is the ability to be creative. That's why we've succeeded as a, as well, succeeded in a lot of ways <laughs> as a species, you know? Yeah. And I, weeks ago I think I'm like Tommy I don't know if you know this but like you're creative and um you know creativity isn't just being artistic you know it's also like just create I think creativity is like when you get in the flow of what you like to do whether you are drawing or you're singing or you're just driving in your car or you're um I don't know shoveling dirt like whatever you <laughs> like to do it kind of like kind of gets your blood flowing and everything kind of get, get in a groove and that's creativity it's like you know um making your mind think about other things and um it gives you a chance like you said to put things out instead of just taking things in and um I I now have an alarm on my phone every hour it goes off with like a nice little like twinkle twinkle like sound <laughs> but mm -hmm. every hour because it's a reminder for me like okay like sometimes the alarm goes from like you know, say it's 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. And, and the 8 a.m. alarm goes off. And I'm like, holy crap, what did I do in that hour? Mm. You know, it's like, was I just on Instagram the whole time? Or was I on, like, sometimes I go on TikTok because they have good songs on TikTok. Oh, <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, that's addicting. <laughs> yeah. And, you, and honestly, time.
time flies by and it's like what could I have done in that hour, you know, or sometimes like I'll be doing things and cleaning the house or if I'm at work, whatever it might be. And then the alarm goes off. I'm like, wow, I actually did a lot of stuff. Like, you know, I Mm. think it's very important to have a balance of creativity, sitting on your butt and doing nothing, you know, being active, hanging out with people and doing all those things really, I think makes us um, more happy and fulfilled as humans. Like you said. Oh yeah. And (laughs) It's so funny because, I mean, you probably know this about me. I'm so bad at balance. Like, I love things that are black and white, true and false, do this, don't do that. Like, that's just so much easier for my brain to comprehend. But I feel like the more that I live, I realize how important that whole balance thing is. And I think you nailed it when you said, like, you don't need to be active every second of the day, but you should be active at least some. And you should sit on your butt a little bit, too, and get a good amount of sleep. But also be creative and do do stuff that you care about. You know, like the, there's a bunch of things you have to do. But, it, well, I don't want to say there's a bunch of things you have to do. But there's a lot of different ways in which you should live your life to kind of allow it to be as full as it can be. I don't really know if that's the best way to put that. But I just don't want people to make it to feel like there's a million things they need to fit in their day. Because it's not it's not like that. Like... Ever since you told me about time blocking, I've been doing that. I've been time blocking, yeah, on a daily basis. And um, I'll have you explain what that is a little bit more after I say this very enlightening thing. But um, (laughs) it's just made it so much easier because I'm like, okay, I'm going to get up in the morning. I'm going to do my daily morning routine. I'm going to go to work. And then as soon as I'm out of work, I know exactly what I'm doing. I know I'm going to the gym for an hour. And I'm going to come home, do some voiceover stuff or prepare my podcast. And then I even allocate time for me to chill and watch a Netflix show or something like that and then still get to bed on time. So it's not like I feel rushed at all and I'm kind of hitting every piece. I'm, you know, making money to pay bills. I'm taking care of my mind and my mental health, my physical health, and I'm being creative all in one day and consuming even. So um, time blocking has been super helpful for me recently and I've been excited about it. I was like on a phone call with mom and I was like, yeah, Sammy told me about this thing called time blocking and I've been doing it every day and it's great. (laughs) So do you want, yeah, yeah. She's like, I don't know what that is, but that's great. Tommy, glad you're happy. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So do you just want to tell people a little bit about what time blocking is? Yeah. So I actually heard it from, um, the skinny confidential that is a, um, blog and brand and podcast and everything. They're amazing. And so Lauren on there, she was talking about how she time blocks. And for me, like before I knew this, I like, you know, you have 24 hours in a day, but then if you, if you're good, you know, eight hours of that 24 hour day is sleeping, hopefully. (laughs) Um, so then you're left with like a different number and, um, math. I don't want to do that right now. (laughs) But like what, you left to 16 hours, everybody. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Um, so, yeah, six, I'm not a math person. Um, no, so then you're left to 16 hours. And for me, I'm like, okay, like for these two hours, I'm going to do this. And then these three hours, I'm going to do this. And this, this, I used to like list out my days. Like every single day, I would do 12, mi- 12 million things because I thought that was being productive. When actually, it's not at all. Because sometimes, like I'm sure we know, you get into an activity or you're checking emails or whatever it might be and you don't really get settled into it or like you're not or maybe like your computer's not working or whatever it might be and now like you're backed up on your time and now things are overlapping and now you're you know not getting things done and 
with that, you're also like losing trust in yourself, which is also losing confidence in yourself. So if you're not getting things done and keeping promises with yourself, that's a huge, like, you know, you're not gaining any self-confidence. You're, you're distrusting yourself. So when Lauren was like, yeah, she time blocks her day. I'm like, what does that mean? I need, I need to do this because I want to trust myself. I want to have confidence in what I can do. And, um, so basically time blocking is say, um, like I was explaining to Tommy, I was like, Tommy, you know, if you want to do your voiceover stuff, maybe, maybe make Sunday, you know, in the morning, go to the gym for a couple hours. Um, and then, you know, at night, for three hours, you block off like multiple hours and just do a bunch of voiceover auditions. Or for me, like if I'm reaching out to brands, usually on Fridays, um, I have off from the office that I work at. So in the morning, um, you know, I, I get up, I work on any creativity things that I want to do, like whether it's my blog or graphic design, whatever projects I kind of have going on in the morning, my brain is like going. So I can't just like sit there and watch Instagram or open emails I need to like do stuff so I'll do that for the first couple of of hours and then I'll maybe I'll check my emails after that for like a half hour and then after that I'll do block off a couple of couple more hours for um you know reaching out to brands and so for like two hours I'll just reach out to a bunch of brands that I want to work with for my blogs whatever it might be um and that way my mind is focused on like that that one thing that I'm doing um instead of like Okay, I'm going to send out an email here. I'm going to reach out to this brand here. I'm going to go do the dishes over here. I'm going to go do this. You know, you kind of just focus in, you get settled, you know what you're doing, and you honestly get so much more done that way. Um, Sometimes it's hard because not everybody in the world is time blocking. So say, Tommy, you're checking your emails in the morning and I'm checking mine, you know, I checked mine before your, before you checked yours. And now we're not talking to each other until like the next day. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, sometimes it doesn't work. So, um, but yeah, I think say, I don't know, like whatever your schedule is, try to, um, do at least, I used to think I had to do like a million things a day, but now if time blocking isn't really an option for all day, I'll just say, okay, you know what? I have two or three things that I want to get done today and I'll, prioritize them and I'll just try to get those two or three things done instead of the 23,000. Um, and like I said, when you get those things done, when you can focus on, okay, I just have to fold the laundry today. Okay. I just have to go to the mail, um, and send out these packages or I just have to, um, whatever it might be, you know, you do those things, you feel accomplished and you check off that box and you're like, I did it. You know, and even just doing that, doing a little thing like going to the mailbox and sending out packages and tossing it off your list, like you are trusting yourself, man, and that is gaining self-confidence in yourself and you just want to do better next time. So um, that might have been a little bit of a, you know, complex version of what time blocking is, but <laughs> did you follow it? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that was really good. And I think that's going to be really helpful for a lot of people. And I love that you tied it back to confidence because... I think that that's you build self-confidence through creativity, like we mentioned earlier, but definitely through accomplishing. And when you you accomplish more, when you really set the time aside and and you put your focus towards something and that's what time blocking can help you do. And I wanted to tie that into the next thing, which I'm going to start by saying, I know that you know this, Sammy, our listeners don't. I'm notorious in my family for talking to people on the elevator. I am, I am that guy. And (laughs) now, now my heart behind it is 
I think that, like, we're all human beings. We don't need to be in this elevator and just stare at the ground and not show care for each other. So I want to be in the elevator and, like, just lighten somebody's day. I just want to be like, hey, like, how are you? And just allow somebody to know that they have the confidence, they have the ability to talk to me and that everything's going to be cool. Everything's going to be chill. And, in fact, that human interaction might actually be a good part of their day, hopefully. <laughs> Which led me to think about how you are so good about spreading confidence beyond yourself. You're really good at doing the right things to make yourself feel more confident, but you're amazing at making me feel confident by saying the other day that, Tommy, like, you know, you're creative. Like, that's something that people don't say to me. And especially coming from you, knowing how creative you are, that really meant a lot to me. And you're constantly empowering people like that and one way that I know you've done that in the past was through this thing called the confidence project that you started a little while ago so can you touch on that a little bit just to kind of get people an idea of what that was oh yeah so uh okay so I actually found the website the other day which is kind of cool because it was a free website so it's still up um but before I go into the project itself um I, I like to be just, like, really genuine about my interactions with people, too. I don't talk to everyone on the, on the elevator. I actually <laughs> keep to myself. <laughs> but kudos to you, bro. Um, but I do, you know, I realize over the years that people, we're pretty simple, like, in what we want. We want to be seen, we want to be heard, and we want to be loved. And so when I think about that and go through life, I'm like, if I'm listening to someone in a conversation and they're telling me about their life or their day or something like I'm actually listening. Cause people just, when they tell you things, they want you to listen and they want to be heard. They don't want you to just like listen to respond. Um, which I know like dad's probably said that to you and he said it to me too. And a lot of people do that. Just listen so they can respond to the next thing. Um, and so those three things you want to be seen, heard and loved. And so going back to the project, um, I was, you know, in school and trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I loved photography. I had a couple of cameras growing up, um, and that was just something I was super passionate about. And then also, like, running for Miss Maine, um, I was like, you know what? I kind of want to do something to kind of spread the, you know, awareness of, like, I'm running for Miss Maine, and I'm not just doing this to be a pretty faith and to get into, get into the modeling industry. Like, obviously, I wanted to do that as well, but... Um, a way for me to like reach out into the community was I started this project and I know I wanted to be a model when I was on photo shoots and stuff. I felt so confident and so like beautiful and had a great time and you connect with the photographer. So, um, I started the project that was basically for girls in the area to apply online and it was free and it wasn't really like applying, like they weren't going to get it. It was like, just send me an email and answering a couple of questions. Like, you know, what makes you feel most confident and, you know, what do you like most about yourself, things like that. Um, and then I would take them out on a photo shoot. I'd pick them up in my car. You know, they could have one to two outfits. I think we shot for maybe an hour or so. Um, we'd go wherever they want in, like, the local area. So I went to, like, beaches. I went to, you know, golf courses, anywhere with, like, like good light and everything. And we just had, like, a conversation. We hung out and we had um, – you know, we had a good time. We had a photo shoot. So I would kind of direct them and um, tell them how to pose. And sometimes the girls were like, we would just be talking and she'd be like laughing or smiling. And I would just shoot 
pictures as we were talking and hanging out and some of those like most of the images were just like mo- like natural poses from them mm-hmm. and they were stunning and so then I would put it together with their little profile that they sent me and um, their photos after I'd edit them and oh this is bringing me back I kind of want to do it again <laughs> <laughs> and um, I would put them on my blog and then I would share like you know the girl of the week or whatever it might be and I'm like yeah, you know meet meet so and so or meet um you know, Haley was one. So I was like, meet Haley or meet, meet Caitlin. And so the people would see the images, images of these girls, like just in their element of just being happy and listened to and heard, you know what I mean? And, um, their profile, like what makes them feel most confident and beautiful. And people just really liked it. It was really, really cool. And it was such, it was like the whole experience, you know, it was the whole thing from the start to the end. I thought it was really fun. Um, and actually, one day, they all, I think, like, all of them came to our house. I made a bunch of T-shirts. I bought T-shirts at AC Moore. I bought Puff Paint. And I had made a logo for myself called The Confidence Project. It was, like, pink and black. And I, like, with the way the logo looked, I puff painted all these shirts um, <laughs> that said Confidence Project on the front. And then each girl had her name on the back and whatever her, like, quote was. Um, each of the girls, like, sent a quote with their profile. And they all came over to the house. I don't know if you remember this. And we took pictures and stuff and all hung out. I think someone brought cupcakes. It was so fun. Um, yeah, that was so cool. I kind of want to do that again. But, yeah, that's what the Confidence Project was. And, unfor- unfortunately, um, I did have to stop doing it because of, you know, I had won the pageant at that point and I got a little busy with like, you know, I was trying to balance school and and modeling now and the pageant and going to Miss USA and stuff. But, um, yeah, the confidence project, man, that was a good one. (laughs) Oh, I love it. And I think, you know, like maybe you're not doing this through the confidence project platform anymore, but I just want to reiterate that you continue to do all the things that you just said and all that all the things you just talked about just in your daily life which is so important and it impact it, it impacts people big time i mean you put so much heart and soul into everything you do but we can even think just for a moment about like how powerful a little compliment is you like see somebody in a coffee shop and you're just like hey i like your shoes man or i don't i don't really say that too often but perhaps i don't know <laughs> But yeah, you just give somebody a nice little compliment and it literally makes their morning or makes their day. And you do that all the time. So know that. It, maybe it's unfortunate to you that you're not doing the confidence project right now, but you are living the confidence project. So oh, I like that. You rock. And it's it's just it's true. So thank you for doing what you're doing. Um, thank you for giving me more than half an hour of your time on Valentine's Day. Holding up your now fiance from taking you out to a nice dinner. So I do. Yeah. Oh, everybody. She is engaged now as of gosh. What is that? Is it about a month now? January 18th. It happened. So just under a month. Just under a month. It's wild, guys. It's crazy. My my future brother-in-law. He's I. Right. He's 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 a decent dude. Just kidding. Tyler. Yeah, he actually just got home from work and he like waved and then he just took Oakley and they went outside. So they're not here anymore, but he, he was here for a <laughs> Oh, man. No, everybody, I love Tyler. He's the man. Happy he's going to marry my sister. Sammy, 
I would love if you could just, <laughs> this is how I said it to dad. Cause I got this from the cope notes guy on his podcast. <laughs> yeah. If you could just shamelessly plug where people can find you and find whatever it is you're doing right now, just go for it. Send it. All right. <laughs> just do it. Nike. Um, <laughs> Uh, okay. Wow. I have a lot of things I think people, I don't know, they might be interested in. So you can follow me. Mostly my things are on Instagram. So you can follow me on Instagram at Samantha Dahlborg. That is mostly, you know, just family and friends and good times, a little bit of fun, fashion and stuff. But I've now done a personal style Instagram, which is all about fashion, style, art, beauty, architecture. And that's called She Feels Citrine. Um, and that's also going to be the YouTube channel as well. So She Feels Citrine. And then also, yeah, if you want to check out my art, um, I am taking orders on there. If you like anything, let me know. I can make you something. It's so fun. Um, and that is just at Dahlborg Design. So I think that's all I got, bro. I love it. <laughs> that's perfect. That's it. Just just like 4,000 Instagram pages. Yeah, Don't worry about fine. it. Oh, it's so good. Well, Sammy, thank you so much for coming on and happy Valentine's Day. I hope you guys have an awesome night. Aw, thanks, bro. You as well. I hope to see you soon. Thank you. Right back at you. Love you. <laughs> Love you too. Bye. Bye.